it's not enough to just want someone to convert. Right. <laughs> it's not enough to want someone to know the love God has for them. Pray for an opportunity for God to make a way. This week, not next week, not next month. Now it's going to require a little boldness on your part. God opens the door. You got to walk through it, right? So just pray for an opportunity this week to evangelize someone, anyone. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the inaugural episode of Every Knee Shall Bow. This is a weekly conversation around bringing people to Jesus Christ. What is evangelization? What does it mean to disciple others? What is the spiritual life, spiritual warfare, all of the stuff that goes in to bringing the kingdom on earth as it is in heaven? That is the business of this podcast. I am Michael Gormley, also known as Gomer. I currently have a wonderful series with Ascension Press called uh, Radical Communities is to help people build small groups and small communities centered on the person of Jesus Christ. But my full-time job is at a parish down here in the promised land of Texas, land flowing with milk and cattle. And uh, <laughs> I'm down in Houston at a mega parish uh, in the suburbs, and I'm joined by my very handsome co-host, David Van Vickle. <laughs> but not near as handsome as you, Gilmer. That's true. Uh, That's yeah, true. Awesome to be here. As he said, my name's Dave. I live in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I'm also a director of evangelization for a uh, large, by Pittsburgh standards, Catholic parish. Maybe not by Houston standards, but... Nope, you're itty-bitty. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Have been involved in evangelization since I was 15 years old, and uh, very excited to to be able to take this journey every week with you into what it means to proclaim the kingdom and to you know share God's love with other people, and uh, to really grow together as a community. That's what we want to build here as a community of evangelists. So every week, our goal is to release an episode that's framed around a specific topic we're addressing for an entire season. So you're not just going to get like one thing on evangelization in one episode and then have to wait 20 episodes to hear something else. No, what we're going to do is hit that one topic from a whole bunch of different ways. So season one right now is focused on the phrase, I am not ashamed of the gospel. What does it mean to be dedicated to clearly explaining the gospel of Jesus Christ to your neighbor? How do we connect the cross and resurrection to every day, our everyday ordinary world? And so right. every single episode, we're going to end with five to 10 minutes of focusing on five practical takeaways that hits the theme of the episode so that you can begin doing this every single week. Yeah, absolutely. So what we want is for you to be going out and trying these practical tips and coming back to us with your feedback. What worked? What didn't work? Are you happy with what we gave you? Are you mad at us for sending you out there? And we want to, <laughs> you know, really uh, be able to, to to process this with you. Um, that That's what's going to build this community of, of evangelists, of, of disciple makers out there. And so we're going to ask you to kind of, you know, engage us in, in this in this podcast and engage and uh, us in different ways with questions and and comments and all kinds of things like that. Any kind of evangelization, you name it, and I've messed it up at some point at some point in time. So uh, <laughs> the good the good part about that is that I've taken copious notes uh, while I've been doing that, and so I think I've learned a lot along the way. And we're going to put all that experience um, out there for your benefit, so that maybe 
those mistakes that I made at the beginning, those mistakes that Gomer has made, uh, you won't have to make those mistakes. You know, I, I think for so many of us, especially for Catholics, it's it's a new thing, right? Evangelization is not a comfortable thing. It's not something that we were told is integral to the faith from the very beginning, even though it is. And so, oh, it's it's nerve wracking, right? The idea that I'm going to go out and share my faith. And I think for a lot of us, we have this uh, kind of this attitude of, well, I just live my life and I let other people live theirs. And uh, you know, look around you. The world needs. The love of God. The world desperately needs the love of God. And who else is going to bring it to them except for you? The best way to evangelize is to just be out in the world uh, and living your vocation fully for God and, and, and engaging people who would never, ever be able, we would never be able to engage, you know? And, yeah. Uh, and and let, me, let me just back that point up, yeah. right? So one of the things that people think is like, well, that's good for you. You work for the church. Right. The reality is working for the church, you offer things like classes, and maybe you get people who are kind of on the edge and they'll go to the class or whatever, or it puts you in the community and you can go and evangelize. But the reality is nine times out of 10, people avoid you, even though right. we're just lay people. We're Absolutely. men who are married and have kids and all this stuff. People avoid us because we're church workers. Yeah. So yeah, don't say because what we're saying here is because we work for the church. Yes, you're going to get, we're going to talk about parish evangelization, stuff like that, but also individuals, humans having encounters with the glory of God. That's what we want for everyone. Yeah. The truth is, is that anyone who's out there living their vocation has a better chance at reaching people uh, than a professional Catholic. That's that's the absolute yeah. truth. As especially someone who's a speaker or uh, you know someone who leads conferences and retreats, I, I'd say, and I think I know Gomer would agree with this that people who come out to to parishes to hear us speak at a mission or a conference or something like that, those those are like people who are totally committed to their faith. Those are the diehards right, right. who go to everything. Right. They're probably holy you know the holiest people you know. And uh and it's, it's you listening to this podcast. Exactly. Right. You uh but there are people out there who desperately need to hear about God's love. And and when we meet them just in the day to day in the mundane, that is when God really intervenes in human history. Uh, is in our our normal everyday relationships, and so each week we're going to give you these practical tips. You know, like utterly like, practical. Yeah, they're going to be very practical, and uh, they're going to be things that you know you, you're going to be able to latch onto and say, okay, today I could start this. And so, uh, you know, it's going to be something that. Uh, if we ever get away from the practical, you you call us up, you remind us that that's not what this is about. You uh, shame us, yeah. You and, shame and Gomer, us. Has, you know, he has a he has a struggle there to get into the theoretical and and never ever come back. So just kidding, Gomer. <laughs> I'm lost in speculation. <laughs> exactly. So let's get into those uh, those. Yeah. Why don't and, we, why don't we I do want to say this. Tips? I do want to say this. Okay. The practical also means spiritual. It doesn't Absolutely. just mean the Absolutely. thing you do, because I think a lot of people, uh, they kind of segment these things like here is where I go and do stuff. And then this other area is where I go and pray for stuff. Absolutely. We're going to show that the heart of Catholic evangelization is absolutely at the merging point of those two of those two things. Yep. Evangelization on your knees. Absolutely. All right. So we're going to take a quick break, but please stay with us because when we come back, we're going to give you today's take five practical takeaways to help you get out and start evangelizing. 
Hi, this is Father Mike Schmitz, and if you're looking for a way to learn more about your Catholic faith, I invite you to check out the Ascension Presents YouTube channel. You're going to find tons of free videos featuring Catholic presenters like Matt Frad, Leah Darrow, Jackie Bobby Angel, and Emily Wilson. Go to youtube.com slash ascensionpresents. That's youtube.com slash ascensionpresents. And if you like what you see, please share and subscribe. And we're back. Quick reminder to rate and review us in iTunes. This really helps people to get a sense of what they can expect from the show. And it helps us know if we're helping you. You can also shoot us an email at everyneeshallbow at ascensionpress.com. And share your stories and feedback directly with us. We would love to hear from you all. All right. Back to you, Dave. So let's let's why don't we give them some practical tips? You ready? Five practical takeaways. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> dunna, dunna. Okay. Uh number one, uh, what we're gonna ask you to do is just pick a, a person in your life, someone who you know, someone who you've run into, someone maybe in your own family, or maybe not, maybe just a coworker or a friend, someone who you know needs to know the lord you you have you have uh some kind of personal knowledge that 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 they need to be introduced to, to the lord jesus you know and to accept him uh into their life and uh and i want you to start praying for that praying for that person just every day giving that person to the lord this is called intercessory prayer if you don't know and you're just going to pray it's that simple you're not going to have to go to africa and be a missionary for your first practical step you're not even going to have to necessarily go to a soup kitchen the first thing you're going to do if you want a conversion is ask god for a conversion okay will uh, you just will you just walk me through what that's like yeah Okay, so for for people who have never done intercessory prayer before, right, praying for a, the conversion of what what does that look like? Yeah, so uh, so let's say let's say you you meet someone, right, and they and you can just get a glimpse of their life, and you can see that you know they're in turmoil, and maybe the Holy Spirit puts on your heart that they really need something, that they're really in need, and you know obviously everyone we meet is really in need of God. Uh, so I would take that person and I would pray for them by name, and in my prayer time I would say, Lord. I, they need a relationship with you. I I want to I want to participate in this and pray for this person for to have a breakthrough, for you to reveal yourself to this person. They need you, Lord, and to just pray that God would break through uh, whatever's keeping them back, whatever walls they've put up, and to let His light, His love, and His light shine in, into them and for them to see the truth and to, to meet the Lord uh, in, a, in a practical way. So you might say, I'm going to pray a rosary for them, or I'm going to say a memorare, which is what I usually use for, for intercessory prayer. Uh, and just that, that uh, the Blessed Mother would intercede that this person would have a conversion. There it is. It doesn't have to be super complicated. Nope, not at all. I think sometimes we work ourselves like, how many words do I have to right, say? It's like, right. just slow your roll. Think of them, remember them. If you know their name, say their name and just yep. give them over to the Lord yeah. for the specific. Okay, that's great. Yeah, great. So number one, intercessory prayer for a specific person. My number two tip is going to be pray for yourself for an opportunity. Now, this is this is uh, this, number five is going to touch on this. But number two is it's not enough to just want someone to convert. Right. <laughs> it's not enough to want someone to know the love God has for them. Pray for an opportunity for God to make a way. I don't know if you're like me. You are very awkward with first impressions and encounters. Sometimes you say the wrong thing. You don't know how to do this. So what I do, my strategy is, all right, God, you're a better gentleman than I am. Will you open the door for me? 
Right. And so right. you just pray for an opportunity this week, not next week, not next month. Now it's going to require a little boldness on your part. God opens the door. You got to walk through it. Right. So just pray for an opportunity this week to evangelize someone, anyone. Absolutely. Now, when you have that opportunity, uh, scripture says that always be ready to give uh, a reason for the hope that is within you. What, what the next step, this number three, what we're going to ask you to do is just take some time, maybe every day this week, and reflect on what change happened in your life when you got into a relationship with Jesus Christ. How did Jesus change you? What were you like before? What are you like now? What are the, what are the things that, that, that made a difference? What, what was the difference in your life? Uh, because it's important to understand, you know, that eventually we're going to put that testimony at the at the will of, of the Holy Spirit. And at some point, the Holy Spirit might say, now's the time to share what God has done in your life. But you have to know what that is, you know? And I think uh, for so many people, especially when I work in parish ministry and if I do like evangelization trainings for parish staffs or something like that, what this exercise does is it really makes us reflect on our own lives. So for a lot of people, they can say, oh yes, this is what the Lord has done. I was this and now I'm this. And, and it's made a huge change. And for some people, you might sit back and say, I don't really know if I've changed at all. And that's hard to hard to come to, to uh, you know, come to your mind as well, because you have to sit back and say, well, what what needs to change and what what is going to happen? And and why am I not, you know, fully engaged by the gospel and changed by the gospel? So it's a it's kind of a lesson in, in where am I at and and what what should I share with other people? Uh, but. Ask yourself sometime, uh, sit down in, in the quiet of your of your house and say, what is the difference that a relationship with Jesus has made in my life? And, and begin to think about how you can share that. Yeah. Yeah. And that is important because number four flows directly from that. Not just how has Christ changed your life, but being in Christ is what changes your life. And as you grow in holiness, you're actually growing in conformity yep. to who Jesus Christ is. So my practical takeaway, this is another spiritual thing, is when you go to prayer, whether you do it early in the morning, whether you go to adoration, whatever, at the same time you're praying for other people and doing all this stuff, what I want you to do is open your Bible to Ephesians chapter 1 and read the whole chapter. Read it a couple times. Just chapter 1, read it a couple times, and I want you to make note of all the times St. Paul says the phrase in Christ or in Jesus or in the beloved or in him, and just note the high priority of abiding in Jesus is for the Christian life. Yeah. In him, he has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, right? This notion in him, in Christ, in the beloved over and over again. And this is before you even get to verse eight, right? Like it is over and over again. The central mystery of living the Christian life is being inserted into the mystery of Jesus. So just write that down and then write whatever comes from that. Like if you if one of those verses stands out, write it down. Think about it. Pray about it. But that needs to be the focus of an evangelist. Why? Because if we are in Christ, then we know that people aren't projects. Yep. What we want for them is what we have for ourselves. So we want them to be in Christ as well. So read the first chapter of Ephesians and, and do a little reflection on that. 
Practical tip number five, uh, it, just go out and evangelize. Uh, one of my favorite quotes, a quote that has kind of wrecked my life after reflecting on it over and over and over again and realizing how true it is, is from a guy that both Gomer and I really respect, one of the one of the top minds in evangelization the best, in the, the church, best. Jim Beckman. Uh, he said, I remember it clear as day, growth and discipleship uh, depends on premature deployment. Okay. Uh, we love classes and certifications in the Catholic church, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And the truth is you could take classes for the next 10 years and not be ready to go out and to evangelize. But it's really important that you do go out before you're ready, because that is going to teach you things that you'll, you'd never be able to learn in a classroom. Okay. Premature deployment is important. So what we're asking you this week, pick, picks a time, pray about it, ask the Lord to, to guide you, but, but also don't wait, just go out and, and share the faith with somebody, share God's love with someone, ask somebody if you can pray with them, ask someone if you can say, listen to a problem they have, ask someone if you can sit with them and talk with them, do something. Something that you haven't done before, step out of the boat and just go out and evangelize. It's a scary thought, but it's something we all have to do. And the truth is, is that uh, it goes from being scary to the point where you're you're just excited about it. Yeah. Yeah. And this is a lesson I learned because of Dave pushing me out of the boat in uh, in terms of pro-life work back in college where yeah. he just asked me one morning. I went to morning mass and then I became a sidewalk counselor. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm scared. But the whole idea was you just walk up to a human person and get right. to know them. Right. God's love is already there. Willingness is more important than preparation. Right? Absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. So these five practical takeaways. Number one, start praying for a specific person right now. Pray for an opportunity this week to evangelize. Number three, reflect on how Christ changed your own life. Number four, read Ephesians chapter one and take note and take to prayer all the time St. Paul says in Christ or in him or in the beloved in those sayings. And so you can realize it's not all about you. And number five, actually make one act, commit this week to making an act of sharing God's love with another person. Boom. Yeah. Boom. Uh, Yeah. People go out. I mean, that's like an army. If you get an army people doing this, you're going to change things. Things are going to happen because when you step out of the boat, good things happen. I can't wait to hear all the stories of people who who awkwardly interjected. Oh, yeah. And they're like, I hate this podcast. You guys set me out. I wasn't ready. But no, no, you're going to you're going to have great things happen. You're going to have great things happen. Guys, we want to hear from you. Email us your questions, feedback, stories at every knee shall bow at ascensionpress.com. That's every knee shall bow at ascensionpress.com. Thank you all for joining us. This has been Every Knee Shall Bow, a weekly conversation about human encounters with the glory of God. Thank you all for joining us.